welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the Mojo Maker and host, Nikki Fogden Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your life and your business with special industry and life leading guests. Top tips on how you could create that magic blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. Hi guys, I'm Nikki Fogdemore, the host of the Mojo Maker podcast and YouTube channel and it is International Women's Day. We're recording a new episode and I happen to be sitting next to the founder of BroCode, Clint Fosloo. Fosloo, well pronounced. Thank you, Nikki, and happy International Women's Day. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much, ma'am. I mean, I just think as well, before we kick off, um, for all you incredible women out there, I also want to say you incredible guys that are naturally supporting diversity with women. And I think I, I certainly work with... Um, you know, most of most of the people I work with, we naturally have diversity. We yep. naturally think about equal. We naturally think about empowerment. We naturally help each other. Partners are good. So I think this, while it's important, you've got to be in your true authentic self. And if you're a woman out there and you're trying to carve your way out, remember, surround yourself with good men as well that are willing to have those conversations and, and back you up, right? Absolutely. I mean, for me, the philosophy of who you surround yourself is so important. You know, that. The way I look at it is the 10 people you spend the most time is going to reflect how you're going to be. So if you're with negative, pessimistic people who, you know, I mean, Nikki's fortunate enough to know the crew that I hang around with and we're like a bunch of kids, you know, we're out having fun and yeah, really positive. I skateboard here? I skateboard, <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to go play tennis or maybe cut after this. So those having those sort of, for me, inspirational people and exceptional people around me just drives you and it changes your bar. Yeah, and I think, you know, this this whole show, and of course my absolute mission is to work with leaders in life, so we don't cut corners on the show, and uh, I did ask you to come on board, I've got the Dude Retreat coming up, we've got some fantastic people coming to that, but BroCode really, uh, I think it's a great concept. So what I wanted to do was introduce people to the fact that whilst there's a lot of help out there and we need to support women rising to the top and also, you know, giving courage and confidence and conviction about what we do, I'd say 80% of my clients are men. I predominantly work with high-performing organizations, which are predominantly male-dominated, not for any reason. That's just the way that it flows and goes. And I really feel that there's a conversation to be had for guys. Like, what happens? What do you guys do now? You Do you open doors? Do you not open doors? Do you, you know, do you say there's a seat at the table, but there shouldn't actually be a job there, so everyone's flustered and doesn't know what to do about it? So I think let's just bring out all those known and unspoken kind of comments and and roll into what is it like to be a man in 2019, carving your way, you've got three kids at home, you've gone through a separation, you're in a different country than what you're born, Uh, you're a smart, intelligent consultant. And you're like, oh, my life just got turned upside down. So so maybe give us a tiny little bit of an introduction as to who you are, what you do usually, yeah. and what your whole purpose of BroCode is. Okay. So, I mean, it's a, it's a long story, right? And, and hopefully You'll Nikki, have to give me the elevator pitch. Yeah, <laughs> Nikki can link to, a, a, to, the, to my, yeah, my podcast where I, you know, I explain the whole story. But Cliff Note Summary, um, you know, I'm a computer nerd, IT consultant, you know, been in that game for a long time. And... Probably, I guess, close to two and a half years ago, I went through a separation from divorce. Um, during that journey, um, unfortunately for me, it was infidelity twice. Um, you know, the first time it happened from a mental health perspective. So just to clarify, yeah. not your side. No, but, no, no, no but, you, but I mean, you know, people listening to this, I think it's one of those big taboo subjects. But yeah. you found out 
um, that your significant other there was infidelity in yes. your marriage, yeah. uh, and then you and then you tried to make it work, and then it happened again. You had these beautiful kids, yeah. and all of a sudden you were confronted with the reality that this just isn't going to happen anymore. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. So, going back to the first time, I think it's quite important. Um, I reached out to my mom at the time, and I said, "Well, what do I do?" It's the first time in my life I never know what to do. I always know what I want to do, right? But I actually, for the front, I was. I was Distinctly remember pulling over on the motorway and breaking down like I, should, I don't know what to do. And I phoned my mom and I said, well, I think I need to go speak to a therapist. Like I, I just don't know what to do. And her retort at the time was, you don't go to speak to a shrink. Only weak people speak to shrinks and you're not weak. So from a support structure point of view, that was the guidance I was given, right? And this is 100% on me. I pretty much lost eight or nine years of my life. I became a recluse. I had no friends. I just went completely into... So after into, that time. After that time. Yeah. I never... I was, to be honest, I never really recovered. Yeah. So when it came out of from the second time and we just decided to separate, I remember... It's a lot of me lying on the floor crying, Brie, but I remember distinctly saying something has to change. Yeah. Like I cannot invest so much into someone or someone else and this happened to me again and that's when the reflection started for me personally yeah and i just want to clarify that personal reflection it's personal reflection yeah. and i think i'd spent one i think i know i'd spent my whole life trying to make other people happy and didn't look after myself once yeah not once did i actually even think about me and what i wanted to do and you know it's like everyone uses this analogy it's the the airplane mask situation yeah. where i what defined me was how i looked after others And I was a broken, unhappy man. And that's when the journey started. So could we just drop a little pin in that? Because I think most people that are very driven in life, uh, we've all had, you're lucky enough to have backgrounds where we've been supported. And I think what happens when you start to realize that you've got the martyrdom about life, you naturally put your onus on other people. You're consistently seeing that everyone else is happy. You know, it's not until something major happens that we're confronted with ourselves. And that lesson keeps repeating like a record until you're willing to go, hold on a second, the stuff that was my hard drive growing up, even if it was good or bad, that's irrelevant, is maybe no longer serving you anymore. So you had to reprogram some deep beliefs including yes. listening to your parents because yes. that was a you know a 1950s 1960s <laughs> mindset and go yeah. hold a second what is right for me right now and I've got no idea what that world looks like and that's exactly right for me it was a complete reboot I actually started from scratch again yeah. and this is when the broke well not the broke code I guess what I call the framework for broke code at life it's sort of seven modules to recover I started on that journey one by one from a, you know, from the mental health side. I got into meditation and yoga and wellness, nutrition, and all the different support structure that I didn't have. Now, for me, and we all love our mates, they say, well, go on Tinder and online dating and go get drunk. That's what your friends generally do from a guy's perspective. Well, that's the only script they know. I know. I know. And, and we love them for that, yeah. right? But it's... But if you're listening to this and anyone you know, you're going through stuff. And remember, I promised I'd always put in these little helpful hints. (laughs) Because Clint and I want to make this really practical is that maybe that's not the right answer for your mates. So please listen carefully if you're in the car, if you're on the treadmill, if you're on the bus on the way home and you're listening to this podcast and you're in a crisis. Just because certain people always say things one way doesn't mean it's the right way. Yeah. So and yeah. So then, from from an infrastructure point of view, there was. I mean, I did see an amazing therapist here on the coast, and he was brilliant and helped me through a lot of the early sort of trauma stages. Um, but there wasn't a holistic platform for guys to recover. So the idea with Broco.life is create this sort of this very comprehensive course, seven modules with two bonus modules I'm throwing in there as well, which is around infidelity and narcissism, which is obviously a story I can tell quite well, um, and create an online community for guys to to go in in a safe space because. 
you know, humans want to belong to anything, whether it's a, if you just go watch a football game, you know, these are strangers wearing the same uniform because people want to belong. And for Broco.life, I want to create a community where guys can go, feel safe. It's, it's not a, you know, it's not a place to rant about the ghost from Christmas past and she did this and she said that. It's a place to go if you're ready to heal and if you're ready to recover. And I think that's the defining point about today's podcast is that you can talk to anyone about what's going on and what it's like to be a guy, what it's like to be going through challenges, but you have to be willing to do the work, right? So number one is recognizing that something's not working. You've you got to be ready to listen. You know, yeah. so at, at certain stages of the journey and, you know, some of the modules I'm going to say, I know you're not ready for this, but I was told certain things and I didn't hear it. You know, you go back six months ago, you speak to someone, they said, well, I told you that six months ago. So you've got to be ready to consume that information. And it's not a quick fix, right? It's a, it's, it takes time. And, and the frustrating thing, if you are in trauma, everyone says, oh, it just takes time. It'll be better in time. You just want to, you know, if you hear that one more time, it yeah. frustrates you. But the reality is it's there. And the idea of creating something that's online, lifetime access, when you're ready for your journey, you can keep going back, keep going back, keep going back until you're ready to actually absorb that lesson. So you have a successful IT company. Yeah. You've done really well financially, but that meant nothing when the carpet was pulled out from underneath you, right? So tell me a little <laughs> bit about what your original idea of success was and now how you're reframing that. So, I mean, I've, I've always been pretty focused on lifestyle. I mean, I chose to come to Australia. I went straight to the Sunshine Coast to live on a beach. Um, and if I, you know, all my all my customers are multinationals and none of them are on the Sunshine Coast. So yes, for whatever reason, I've been pretty focused on, you know what, I'm living on a beach, I want to surf every single day and that's what I want to do. Mm. And then I'll make everything work around that. So I was very, it wasn't a sort of a, a, a radical shift in terms of that, but it was just very lucky I'd always been that way. Um, from in terms of what success is now, in the early days, I mean, I wanted a private jet, to be honest. That was my sign of success. Um, going through the first infidelity was my first flat hand. Um, in terms of railing that money is not important, right? Family and love is. Um, I do think, you know, once again, for the manifestation, I went through a bad financial patch because I blamed money for what happened. Um, so I had a bit of a bad relationship with money for a yeah. couple of years. I lost out some big business deals. It's all part of the journey. Um, but this time now, what I want to do with Bro Code is, I guess I've been training for it my whole life because, you know, when I fly around the world speaking for tech, I love helping people. That's what I do. I've, my sessions are very educational. I want to give people takeaways so they can be better at their job. And with this, if I have the ability to, you know, still keep my lifestyle, which I'm definitely going to keep, but be able to help guys in something that I'm obviously passionate about and hopefully inspire people to, to live a cool life, then that, that to me is success. So what do you think now the three, cha I mean, I've obviously got my opinion working, you know, full time with men in leadership. Yep. What do you think from your perspective in the trenches, your three challenges in your own life have been um, with this new set of glasses on? Yeah. Because, you know, you've been enlightened and you've been doing the work quietly, but your mates and every, how do you navigate your way with you know, gravitating towards the guys that you don't need to explain yourself. I know we have a great crew here. Yeah. You know, they're all very evolved humans. Yeah. They've done their own work. Yeah. So what do you recommend or how did you deal with the guys that were just going, oh, come on, mate, you know, just come out, just get through it. Yeah. You know, how do you, nav what would you suggest to someone who's feeling that enormous peer pressure? So I'm a storyteller, right? There's a story of a foil. So I big into hydrofoiling and, uh, I got a certain foil that I couldn't get going for three months. I couldn't even stand up on the board. And <laughs> the, the old foil story. The old foil yeah. story, yeah. And the, the reality of that is, is what I, I say... I won't reveal your nickname, by the way, when I saw <laughs> Is I know this isn't another foil. But, but the reality is, is, as it turned out, the foil was broken. 
So it was a bad foil and it didn't work, but I didn't question it. Yeah. So I was very proud of myself for the persistence, but the reality is I didn't question it. So my advice to guys, if you're in that position, question everything. Question everything. Question everyone you're around with. Because if you, if you start tuning into sort of, I guess, the universe, as people call it, and that negative energy, you'll pick it up very yeah. quickly. So I, I, as I said, to those people you're around with, I just very gracefully and slowly distance myself from those people yeah. and, and be around exceptional people. But as soon as you start listening to the negativity uh, and the peer pressure, then you can, you can get in sense. But you have to be in tune with it. And I think it's believe patterns, not promises. And also the other thing is please take advice from people who are walking the talk. Uh, because, you know, yeah. the addictions are not only things that we know about, but also gossip is an addiction. And guys gossip just as much as, as girls do. No, we don't. <laughs> um, so you need to be around guys that are going to... And I know Mark Trulson, who's definitely been on my podcast before. He's a terrific example. His best mate flew in from New York and, and stayed with him until he was ready to get up off the sofa. You know, yeah, And wow. I think like your do or die hard friends are there for you and... And if you are going through something like this, you don't have to announce that someone's not on your train anymore. You have to be graceful um, and you have to be able to deal with your emotions versus your feelings. So they're two different things, yeah. right? So our emotions come out. So when you went to a therapist, what would you say uh, a great example of finding the right person for you was knowing that yeah. it was debunking what you'd been taught by everything in the beginning? So... I just got lucky, right? I mean, I, I, I went to the GP because I've yeah, got a script for it here in Australia. And I said, I don't need someone that's going to model coddle me. I need like a Tony Robbins. It was yeah. exactly, I need someone who will just, Tony if I'm Robbins. stepping out of line um, and I'm not playing fair, I need someone to call me. Mm-hmm. And she put me in a guy in touch with a guy in Budrum and he was just sensational. Yeah. Really, really good and just got me and, you know, become good friends since I'd say. And what do you think about doing the work in between the revelations. So what do you do on a daily basis to keep your commitment to being a good human? Yep. I mean, I know you went out and had a great time for a while. Um, <laughs> and, and that's another book in itself. <laughs> it is um, actually another book, yeah. But what, yeah. but what I love about you, Clint, is that you, uh, you're showing up and you, yep. you know, your kids are beautiful. I was around there um, the other day and you've got these little humans. So I think when I observe a lot of the collateral damage around relationships breaking down with yep. their personal or business relationships, it's how you communicate with your significant other, no matter what you've been thrown at. Yep. So what is your tip now when shade is getting thrown and the mud is being slung everywhere for you to stand gracefully in that and, and as you said, own your side of the street? Yeah. So, I mean, and this is the information I don't think guys are ready for it, but it's 100% accountability. Yeah. You know, when people are stuck in traffic, oh, it's a bad day, you know, or something happens, you know, you chose to go that way. You chose to leave five minutes late. I mean, I was... Off camera, I was telling Nikki that I was unfortunately in family court this week getting smeared by a very arrogant attorney and was feeling very sorry for myself. But as soon as I realized what, well, you know what, I chose to self-represent. I chose to contest the case. I was flying to Canberra to speak at a tech event and I was almost didn't show up. But then I went, well, you know what, I chose to speak that day. They asked me to run one or two sessions. I chose to do twice. So as soon as you actually take 100% ownership, of where you are in the position you're in, then then you can sort of you know start fessing up and and manning up, I guess, because it's all your decisions. You know, you what a man thinks, a man becomes. Yeah, and I and I think actually that's a great theme for today's uh, episode with you as manning up. We spoke about this a little bit before as yeah. well. Is you've got two choices in life, folks. You can stay in the story, uh, or you can get the facts and stats and start being in the driver's seat. And that's why you're on my show because yeah. I'm all about accountability and I'm also all about sticking in. To the milestones yep. and having a good pit crew 
uh, understanding that the road's going to be bumpy, but reveling in that. Yep. Like life is not going to get any easier. Yep. It's how we deal with all those things. Uh, and then also I would say re-strategizing frequently like what we thought was successful in our 20s uh hello i think so if if you haven't done your personal playbook like you're happy to do your business one you need to sit down and i I said this at a boardroom meeting i was like what do you guys all want they're like oh i was like well how how are you going to get there if you just keep getting what you're given all the time so money doesn't doesn't go with you man yeah it's experience like if you say what success for me is traveling around the world with my kids yeah done you know yeah so so you've got you've gone through this yep. you're out the other side of it it's not an overnight sensation no. it's been a painful journey mm-hmm. and your lowest points what you know what do you think i think everyone has these low points and the vulnerability you know i'm a big yep. advocate for men's mental health what is the first thing people can do when it's so black they can't see any light at the end of the tunnel uh not drink i think that's <laughs> <laughs> but let's just hide the yeah, hide yeah. The uh I, I didn't really listen to my advice there but um no breathe breathing and meditation are so 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 yeah. important yeah. i i was you know, once again, serendipity, I, I was at a speaking at a conference, I think I was in Vancouver, and I luckily got the keynotes, and I was all over the place, and a good friend of mine came up to me afterwards, and he said, I can just see you scattered. Yeah. And he put me in touch with a company called, uh, it's Holosync Centerpoint, and mm-hmm. they do they do sort of audio meditation, because I'm lucky yeah. I can't sit still, and uh, takes you to a Delta state, and I've two yeah. years been listening to it, and I go fall asleep every night to it, and yeah. it's just... The, the, the subconscious brain and the way you can calm yourself and it's that's just unbelievable and then just learn to breathe properly yeah um, you know if it, in here your diaphragm yeah, yeah. so exactly. if it's Vim Hof or I mean even there's there's that box breathing where you just you know breathe in for four seconds hold for four seconds out for four seconds hold for so you just do box breathing just for 10 minutes just to calm your brain mm. it's it's key and then exercise man yeah endorphins are your friend and, and I think that's self-nourishment. And, um, you know, we, we're going to have Jake Edwards on the show from outside the locker room. And, and most of the men that, you know, I think we've worked with have uh, gone through, we've all gone through dark patches. Yep. But but the revelation is the old hard drive about stiff upper lip uh, is actually a very dangerous mentality. And so you have to be vulnerable for yourself. You have to ask help from the right people yep. that walk the talk. And, yep. and choose your therapist, choose your coaches. They re- you need to have a chemistry because you have to be completely honest. Yeah. You know, just, like just yeah, I mean, just sorry, just going back to the last point about about the people you surround yourself yeah. with. I remember a good uh, a friend of mine who I'm very fortunate to to meet. I was, you know, when I understood, understood, sort of figured out narcissism and all about and who my how my parents were and and I was going off on this long rant about this and that and you know how I'm trying to figure that all out and. And I said to him something along the lines, oh, well, I've been conditioned this way for 43 years. It's not going to happen overnight. And he just looked me in the face and he said, BS. Yeah. So I said, what do you mean? He says, you know about it now and it's your choice. Let it go or move on. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) how dare you? And then he walked up with a smile on his face. But it's having those people and having those moments and be willing to receive that information Mm. at that time is key. Just from a recovery perspective, sorry, jumping around. Is and this is the center of our program. The cog of it is understanding your why. Yeah. You know your your hundred percent. It it is everything for me. It's the ocean. I mean, every mm. decision I make, every time I'm having a bad day, I go straight out there. I mean, I almost sold my tech company late last year um, to one of the big fours because of ego. Yeah. You know, I was like, your ego oh, is not your amigo. No, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I was yeah. I, I was sitting out, I was surfing out at Kudam, and I was like, why am I actually doing this? Like, I live the best life. My kids are soon going to be driving. I'm going to give away two years of my life to fly around the world 
for money that I don't really need, well, why am I doing this? Mm. And it's those moments for my why, which is in the ocean, where I just get calm and clarity. So that's if, if, if whatever your passion is, it's the center of my program. There's a whole module on it yeah. um, just, just to find that because the challenge comes in when you suddenly go from, for me, a very busy house to being alone for a week. Yeah. And those are the tough days. That's when the rubber hits the road. And I think also, um, you know, we'll touch on that, I think, in the next episode that we do together. We'll, we'll talk about uh, single guy parenting, you know, like uh, like the logistics of, of being a 21st century dude with three kids and going it alone. And so I, I really think it's an important episode and, and, and I certainly... Uh, I'm very, very, uh, no excuses for my clients, but you have to sit here and listen to this, guys. You're either going to be a person that life does stuff to, like victim, victim, or you decide one moment that you're going to do things with life. So no matter what comes your way, no matter what media shower, it's really not anyone's fault because they're just doing their best. Yep. And I think the biggest message is letting go. If you want to hang on to blame, if you want to hang on to what happened, it's an enormous amount of energy that's not propelling you forward. And what you've done is you've you've propelled yourself forward. You've you've got this beautiful uh, change in vibration since I've known you. Yes. I remember, uh, you know, in the last couple of years, I have seen it. So I, I take my hat off, and I think that Thank the you. rewards that are coming are because of the work you've put in. Yeah. Uh, I know that you'll be an inspiration to listeners wherever you are in the world. Um, and New York, you gave me some really cool messages. Uh, so actually, for a lot of you guys uh, that are dealing with some some of the stuff with the stock exchange, and a few of you have been talking about like overwhelm at the moment, this is a great example. Just just take some time out. If you keep on this churn and you're not sitting down and going, what's my personal game plan? Yeah. You're just going to keep going till there isn't any more space to go to. So so shared advice here. Bro code life will be live shortly there's a beta version of the website coming up i'll put all the links on the show the mojo maker and remember guys we really appreciate your reviews your comments and your questions i want to design my show around you this year i'm here to declutter you to take you from chaos to calm that is my 100 percent mission no fluff uh, no fussiness because we like to get straight to the point yes, and we we're going to have more people like Clint so Clint three takeaways short and sharp for everyone listening today uh, thank you for not wearing a graphic t-shirt uh, that was like Rah! so uh, thank you for wearing a shirt for once yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. three things what do we want to give our listeners and viewers today three cool um, really important if you're in a dark place yeah there's nowhere to go, We're, and not even just about the program, just about being the best version in life. Uh, find your why. Find your why. Find your why. Breathe. Meditate. Yeah. So find your why, guys. If you don't know it, you know, get in contact. There's so much resource between myself and Clint as well. If you want to come on the Dude Retreat, um, it will be mid-year just after. It'll be the first week of July. You'll meet Clint. There's going to be a guest speaker as well. And if you are finding it difficult to navigate your way and know who to talk to because all your mates are just telling you the old stuff, please reach out. I mean, we, we really mean that. We will take as much time as we can. And ultimately, you're in the driver's seat of life, so you've got to decide what you're going to do with that. There is always a solution, and that's the most important thing I want to tell you. So, Clint, yes. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki. And, uh, yeah, thanks for the compliments about my kids and the vibration. And I literally bounce out of bed. I'm so excited just to just to be given the gift to try and help people, man. It's, it's, it's the most humbling thing that's happened to me. So really yeah. excited. Well, well, welcome to the tribe. <laughs> and also, uh, I can't help it if I beat you in tennis. Nah. <laughs> so, guys, you can hear more about the Mojo Maker podcast. Our new website coming up. Also, iTunes. It's now on Spotify, which is really exciting. We're almost up to 100 episodes. A new series coming out in line with book number three, Clint 
Foslu. Thank it's a you, pleasure Nikki. having you on the show. Thank you for being awesome. And to all of our tribe who are in this little complex here, that we all live next to the ocean, thanks for just being the best humans on the planet. Until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise, and we look forward to having you back on our next episode on The Mojo Maker. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes, or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.